y'all. Welcome back to Prevention Nation. Where we believe education and awareness can change the culture of violence. My name is Roy Lutz. And I'm Shelby Russell. Welcome back to Prevention Nation. Uh, Shelby and I are here and we're going to be talking, uh, well, we're going to be doing a blind react to our supervisor's suggestion. I haven't looked at it yet. Shelby, did she type something in? Yeah, she did. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, that she went pretty easy on us this time. Did she? Yeah. Okay, what's uh, what's our so blind react? The question is, or the, I guess, topic is to give tips for students on how to have a good and safe school year, or teachers and parents as well. Okay. Well, she did go easy on us. We were sitting here talking about some reality shows I or know. some other wild stuff. So, I was going to... Okay, so... Um, um, she also said, what age should kids start dating? So that one, I think, is the most interesting aspect of it. Is that what we want to jump on uh, first right now, is what age kids should start dating? Sure, if you want. It's a blind react. We can do whatever we want. Okay, so <laughs> we have two different two different perspectives and lenses that we're looking at. I have children, you do not. Right. So as a person without children, what do you think you would let your kids date at? So I actually don't know. That's my first. Oh. That's my first answer. It kind of depends on the kid. It depends on what we mean by dating. Um, it depends on, cause if I do have children one day, you know, um, <clears throat> it, the world might be different at that time. You know, yeah. uh, when I was, even when I was a teenager, it wasn't that long ago, 10 years ago. Um, <clears throat> my parents probably had a different perspective than if they were raising me right now. And this, you know, yeah. age of everybody has a phone, everybody, you know, things are getting younger and younger. So, <clears throat> and by what I mean by that is that. Kids are doing things a lot more soon than uh-huh. they were maybe when you were a kid or even when I was a kid. So, yeah. Um, so I can't really say an age that I want to lock in. But twelve? Can they date? Would they date at twelve? Would you let them? I think that have a dating partner at twelve. Twelve is. We there was ha- there would have to be boundaries. So I have a cousin okay. right now who just turned fourteen, and they definitely have dated people. Um, so I definitely, I I think 12 would be like my earliest and I don't mean date as in hanging out by themselves in their room. I mean, date as in hug each other goodbye at school. Like I know this person, I met their parents, you know, maybe they play, they're in the band together or maybe they're in a club together and they hang out a lot. But, uh, and I do think by restricting kid, like being one of the parents that, you know, no judgment to any parents because I'm not a parent. So who am I yeah. to say any yeah. of this stuff? But I do think from my own experience, keeping kids from, you know, forbidding kids from having a relationship might only create sneakier kids or secretive kids. So yeah. I do think that that is an age where kids are starting to date. And I put air quotes around that because yeah. usually it does just look like only seeing each other at school, maybe texting if they do have a phone. Because at 12, I did not have a phone. But yeah, yeah so yeah. I think I would say about 12 or 13. And 12, it also 13, depends, okay. depends on the kid because, you know, some kids are more mature or more outgoing. And some right. kids don't even date until they're, you know, 17, 18 years old. So Okay, okay. Yeah. Huh. Well, I, I think on my end, I found that my opinion had very little relevance. Um, my kids, right? you know, I... I think even at, because so my two youngest right now are 16 and 15, and Ava, my 16-year-old, she still hasn't had a dating partner. Um, So I think we would have been accepting of it at 12 or 13, 
because generally like you kind of I think what you were getting at too is at that age dating relationship is very I mean how do you even define relationship uh, you know they they might talk on the phone every now and again or something uh, might see each other every now and again but it's not they're not driving to each other's houses and going to movies and stuff so it's not that same kind of level of dating but uh, and then I know my oldest she struggled with not having a dating partner all the way through high school until the very until her you know pretty much her senior year she but she wanted a dating partner for years so to be real honest with you we never really had this challenge because none of our kids had any real dating partners um they were just too busy they were way too busy with some of their own things now my son our son had i think he started he definitely started dating earlier than the girls did and he's had a lot of uh dating partners but at 15 I think we've been really comfortable with it for a long time. So I don't have an age per se. I think I'm in agreement with you. I think 12 and 13, thinking back and even to my own time, and now you shared a little bit about your life, I go back a little bit further. I'm almost 50. So in the you know early 80s is when you know I started having dating partners at about 12 years old, sixth grade to seventh grade. It's when you like somebody, somebody's really cute. You send them a note. I don't know if they even do that nowadays. That's how old I am. Mm-hmm. But you send them a note. Will you go out with me or will you be my girlfriend? And they circle yes or no. And then they circle yes. And I think there was a girl I dated in seventh grade for like two weeks and we never even spoke once. It yeah. was really weird. So, but I mean, that's what, because everything's so awkward at mm-hmm. that stage. So um, I, I don't have really a preference. As long as I think... I think, and no judgment to parents, like you said, um, I think as long as you're monitoring it as a parent. Yeah. And, you know, you're not letting them, like you said, 12 years old, close door for four hours right. unattended, you know, so. But dropping them off at a movie, letting them see a movie together or something, I don't think 12 is too early. Yeah, and I do want to also mention, just from my perspective, doing things like that, like letting them have certain kinds of freedom like dropping them off at a public place where they're going to be supervised like that can set up healthy boundaries for when they actually get into a serious relationship yeah because if you are like forbidding your kid to date for example until they're 18 or something like that Mm -hmm. um so if you forbid your child from dating at all they're probably sometimes, I mean, depending on who the kid, obviously, but sometimes they might find other ways to do it. And that creates yeah. a different dynamic than if they're allowed to kind of, you know, explore that, like, go to the movies or go on a healthy date. They they can really see what a, a date is supposed to be like or a yeah. healthy relationship is supposed to be like if you um, kind of guide them through that or tell them, all right, now if they do this, you do this, or mm-hmm. this. these are some things they might say or do. You know what I mean? You can yeah. kind of give them a <clears throat> healthy way of seeing Yeah, I know what you're getting at because I, I always think of how if we pad every corner and you never learn to you know, skin your knee or bump your head, you'll never learn how to get through like a boo-boo or an owie, right? Mm-hmm. So I always think like we should learn to do risky things or challenging things safely. Mm-hmm. So if I have, yeah, I, I guess that's kind of been our family's mentality is that mine, mine and my wife's is that um, I'd rather, instead of just saying to you, you can't date until you're 18, I would rather find opportunities that I can help model healthy, safe dating. So yes. if you're 12 years old and you have a, a dating partner, um, I would love to be able to provide those opportunities to do it in a healthy and productive way. Uh, invite your dating partner yeah. over to the house and we'll take them say. onto the boat with us or right. we'll go to the lake with them yeah. or we'll all go to see a movie or right. something. 
modeling that and giving them opportunities to do it healthy so that way you're they're still and I, I use this word this term loosely under your control I mean they're under my supervision my children right. are so I can you know, like kind of course correct if I see something wrong I can talk to my kid afterward and say hey when you said this how did you feel how do you think that made them feel mm-hmm. but you know I mean it provides opportunities for teaching yeah so I think that's huge and that kind of leads into our next topic if yeah which was ready, uh, what was that how do how do kids stay safe in while going back to school and then also tapping into the teacher and parent part of it so how do we keep kids safe so we have different perspectives because your program is a little bit younger than mine but when yeah. I think of students, I think of high schoolers. So what? I guess just go ahead and start since I started the other one. Okay, tips for students on how to have a good and safe school year. I, wow, this is a tough one. I, I think this one's even tougher for me uh, than the last one. But I would have to start out by saying I think um, I think right away uh, kids need to be prepared. I mean, be prepared for what um, what school means. School is going to be homework. It's following instruction again. I mean, these kids coming off of a summer are used to um, more relaxed bedtimes, more um, probably uh, greater amounts of sleep deprivation because they're up all night with their friends. Um, they're probably uh, on that they're they've gotten lazy. I know I know my kids do in the summer. They get awfully lazy sometimes. So I, I would say for a good and safe school year, my recommendation to the kids is be prepared to do some work, you know? And and if you have that attitude, if you go into it with an attitude, like I'm going to get something out of this year, I'm going to I'm gonna learn something, I think then maybe it won't feel so overwhelming when you get there, you know, you land in school on, you know, day one and the teacher gives you some homework. It won't be such a disappointment. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, maybe that's, is that kind of lame? No. Kind of lame I mean, is just expect to do some work? That's yeah. a terrible advice. Oh <laughs> no. my gosh. I would hate myself I if I was a kid. Yeah, no, I definitely have different, Okay, what's yours? <laughs> what, oh, what tip do you have? I have a lot. Well, oh my gosh, okay. a lot? It, well, it depends on who it is. So okay. if it's a ninth grader, I have a different advice than if it's maybe a 12th grader. Okay, so, so what's a ninth grader advice? You're starting You're starting high school, right? You yeah. are literally, it, it's a huge transformation, I guess. Okay. Maybe not literally, but to kids, you know, the mindset is a little different. You're in high school now. They treat you a little bit differently than they did in junior high and before that. So uh high school for a lot of people is learning about yourself don't get too worried about like you said your daughter really really wanted a dating partner yeah don't worry so much about finding a dating partner worry more about finding yourself and finding out who you are do that work now so that you don't have to you know reverse back and when you get to college and be like wow i dated someone for four years in high school Mm -hmm. we broke up when we went to college and now i have to figure out who i am so you know so just switch flip that order yeah yeah figure out who you are first and then you'll know who you want yeah that's part of uh, i watched a lot of people in high school um or in including myself we just worried about what everybody else was doing we worried about social um aspect of high school rather than just our own self um obviously school work's important and college and all that or you know if you're going to the military if you're going to the workforce Mm -hmm. focus on that as well your career and stuff but that all foundationally starts with finding out who you are what are your interests do you like helping people are you really um smart in this subject or that subject are you do you want to do biology do you like math do you like uh, writing and reading do you like you know dance like your daughter are you doing a more untraditional career path 
just finding out things like that, seeking out opportunities for ways to help. You're going to be a good mom. Join- That's great <laughs> advice. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Joining groups and clubs, that's one thing I really wish that I could do. And let's be honest, yeah. if there's kids listening, are they going to follow my advice? Maybe not. Well, I hope better, probably better yours than mine. But- I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling but, them, just prepare for the hard work. Yeah. One thing that a lot of high schoolers do in movies, in real life, mm-hmm. wherever, is they try to fit in. And I don't mean you have to, you know, wear crazy clothes or act super out of line. I yeah. just mean instead of trying to follow trends and dress the way you see someone else dressing, I just mean find out who you are or at least try. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so that's that's a big piece of advice I have. It is that funny I wish when you, I yeah, well, learned. when you, I mean, that's great advice. And when you say trends, like don't worry about fitting in. It is funny. I just have actually recently had conversations about that with both of my younger kids. I've said when they, you know, around issues of conflict or um, even bullying issues in school. I I've told them both. It feels like I know what you're going through right now. Feels like mm-hmm. huge. Feels huge. But just know. That when, as soon as you, like almost the day you become 18 and graduate high school, none of those high school rules apply anymore. Like you don't get to a job and have like somebody getting bullied. Mm -hmm. They'll get, people will get fired. You don't get to have, you don't get, sometimes, I mean, yes, it can happen in obscure, you know, situations, but generally at a job, um, and it's, you know, and there still are clicks a little bit, but it's not the same as like in high school. It's just, yeah, some of those behaviors are not... Um, they don't translate into adulthood real well. So, I mean, that's a really good tip to just kind of find yourself, not worry mm-hmm. about fitting into there because that's what the rest right. of your life is going to be about, finding yourself, yeah. right? So, yeah. okay. So what was the other part of that then? I um, mean, a big thing, practice, it's just practice. High school is a lot of practice. So like you said, it's, it's different than in the w- real world from high school, but you're, fr- you're practicing being friends with people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it sounds silly, but you, you might have a job. You're practicing that. You're practicing. Now you're talking about my sixth grade program. That's what we talk about all <laughs> yeah. the time is just this concept. But when you're coming to school, you're having opportunities to practice all kinds of peer-to-peer relationships, peer, uh, child-adult, healthy child-adult relationships. I mean, all you're just practicing all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talking, bringing new people. You know, you've there's a lot of opportunities in school, no matter what grade you're in. Yeah. There's a there the social aspect of school in general creates so many opportunities that you don't have a lot in real life anymore. Mm-hmm. Like once I graduated, I realized I'm never going to probably have a chance to invite someone who's sitting alone over to my table again. Because in, right. <laughs> in real Doesn't life, at work. as a 23-year-old, I'm not going to go up to somebody who's sitting alone in a restaurant and be like, do you want to come sit with us? It's not right. really like that. Yeah. So there is a lot of opportunities you can find that you're helping people or you are standing up for people or you are making someone's day better. You know, a lot of, a, a big thing that I always tried to do in high school was um, compliment people's outfits. I know I, 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 it was, so, it was, that's, I was practicing for real life. I was always like making myself, okay, I, this class, I need to tell one person that I like their outfit or something. So I would look for something and be like, wow. Well, okay. All your practice paid off because you're always very good at giving compliments. So. Yeah. Well, and now my compliments have turned from, I like your shirt to, I think you worked really hard today. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just, just a lot of growth. And you don't really notice that when you're 15, 16 years old, but yeah. Okay. So let's jump to the, to the very last question. Uh, tips for teachers and parents. Um, I'm going to jump in on this one right okay. away. Uh, so 
Tips for teachers. These are going to be, uh, for both of these, I have pretty easy answers. Tips for teachers are do something different. For goodness sake, do something different. I, I get to work with some really great teachers out there. I get to work with a lot of great teachers, but there's a couple of you. And, and if you happen to hear it or this or anything, you know who, you know, you know, uh, you know that I'm talking about you is do something different. Engage the kids differently. Um, traditional classrooms, uh, I, I, I struggle with, with a lot. So challenge the kids, do something differently and challenge yourself. Parents, let schools do their work a little bit. I see a lot of parents fighting out there. I hear from kids all the time in my program that the, that so much of the conflict in their life that they're recognizing and seeing in the world is parents intervening in schools and then intervening in everything they do. Now, this might be a little controversial, but leave things alone a little bit sometimes. I mean, yes, you have to be engaged in your students, your child's education. Do so. Please engage. But let that engagement be um, helpful to the school, not, uh, you know, not combative mm -hmm. and fighting with, um, you know, I'm, my kids belong to a district right now where there isn't, there's nothing but argumentation between the adults, uh, in the administration. So don't let that be you. Don't let that be, um, your kids, you know, that that's what their, your kids are witnessing. So that's my advice. I was, I was actually going to say a certain or a similar thing yeah. to with the parent thing. So I was just going to say, but on a higher level, kind of don't fight with your kids as much. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the way that you are with your old or your middle child, mm -hmm. I really like it. I really like the way it's non-traditional and some people don't like it. Even the school might, you know, want to fight you or something, but mm -hmm. let your child find themselves. Let your child make mistakes. Let your child learn about themselves. Do activities you don't want them to do, you mm -hmm. know. I my kids are going to, or all the kids are going to the rope swing or going to the creek or something like that. And yeah. my mom was always so afraid of me drowning or me, you know, whatever this and that. So a yeah. lot of times she did uh use that to use her own fears and anxieties to kind of make make it harder for me sometimes, yeah. in, especially in social situations. Um, so Let your kids be individuals let your kids, a little bit. Yeah, do think, take a chance sometimes. I mean, yeah. obviously there are certain things, you know, don't let your kid go yeah, don't across go, go, the country. Don't go wild out there right. or anything. But, but yeah. give your kid some freedom, even though it might irk you, it might hurt you inside. Like, oh, no, especially the older kids I've noticed, mm -hmm. uh, parents around me, they parent their older children a little different than their younger ones yeah think about um you know uh try to be <laughs> i don't know just try to be give them a little bit of freedom and okay. then for teachers i also wanted to say something similar to what you said but i have noticed uh whether it's teachers that i specifically work with or teachers that i observe while i'm in the hallway or just my memories from high school with certain teachers yeah don't take on the culture of high school in your own class like teachers please don't reinforce bullying culture and yeah. uh you know unhealthy culture with you know maybe body image things like that be aware of things you say be aware yeah. of you're maybe you're trying to be funny or maybe it's your last period of the day and you're tired so you just say something and don't think about it but teachers have a huge impact yeah teachers were huge for me when i was in high school they were a very big impact on my life and saying the wrong thing could lead to bigger effects than you realize um, oh yeah making uh you know 
sexist jokes or something like that as an extreme example or allowing that to fly in your classroom yeah. can create a detrimental effect on certain students. So just as an example, be aware of what you allow in your class, be aware of what you um, say in your class, things like that can really affect certain students. So that's, that's great advice. A teacher sets, they have the power and control to set the tone for the, and the environment for the kids set an example right see something say something we tell kids that all the time no bully zone we say that all the time but if you see a kid getting bullied and you laugh what kind of teacher are you you know what i mean (laughs) so now you're speaking my language i was a high school dropout i was a high school dropout because exactly what you said the environments were not not anything that you're describing you know safe and secure so that's great advice okay well that was our first blind react podcast um, we're going to keep this up. I think it's kind of fun. So. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Well, thank you, everyone.